All the sofas are owned by Tfunkhole Capital SA. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're under the they're under account manager of of Walter Poshvank. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're having some problems with your sofa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting dome right now. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up about the sofa. Giving and receiving absolute top tier dome. <laughs> yeah, it's like the kind of domes the satrap would get. Yeah, it's the kind of. Persian delegate. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the point is, I don't have time for the black mold on your sofa. <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah, the balls. Just like that. No, that's not for you. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I love Twunk Hole Capital. Mm. I've been thinking about it all the time. <laughs> it's so good. Anyway, um, so that's that that's Fat Llama. Uh Jason, just as someone who works in this in this industry, right? Sort of going through that business model, like how does that how does that strike you as like this is just another thing that's just not even that's that is a completely valueless addition to the world. Yeah, I think the way those things work is some guy has an idea like, I just want to make an app. Uh, I don't know what it's going to be for. Geez, I have a blender. It's not being put to work right now. Let me mm. see if I can monetize the things around me. And like, it's not the most original idea. These things have launched a lot. I mean, obviously, like Craigslist has been like buying and selling stuff forever. Um, but the guy just thinks like, what if I am in the middle of every transaction? Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. It's the it, it's uh, I think that a lot of the startup guys have protagonist of reality syndrome where they're just like, man, there sure is a lot of buying and selling going on. But how are they doing it without me? Exactly. Yeah, it's like the I consent meme where it's like, isn't there someone you forgot to ask? And it's Jesus. But in this case, it's um, fucking Chaz Englander. <laughs> and all the ideology supports it. Right. I mean, we're being told now that uh, we'll own nothing and we'll finally be happy. Mm -hmm. uh, so mm -hmm. there's all this like bulwark for it. Yeah, that's why we come back around to Fat Llama as we're, we're finally yeah. giving up material attachments. I love it. I love it when capitalists basically try and sell you on this kind of like Buddhist monk fucking lifestyle where you own nothing. They're like, no, no, it's, it's actually really liberating, matey. Like when you when you have like no possessions because you're you're divorced from the kind of the pleasures of the flesh and you can sort of attain nirvana. Meanwhile, they are like actually gold leaf plating themselves <laughs> and drinking gold from a canister of molten gold while sat on like a throne of lubed up twinks. They're like. Yeah, you don't need possessions, mate. You should just like chill out. <laughs> Look, just you and if you want some possessions, just go just rummage around your closet and try and rent something from there. Yeah. Look, uh, that shirt you're wearing, it's not too it's not too warm out, right? It's not too too cool, cold out. You could probably t go without a shirt for a little while. You could probably make 5 quid that way. Mm. Yeah. Let me tell you somewhere. about the gift economy at Burning Man. <laughs> oh, that because all, all, all of that it's again and again and again it all just leads to the same place which is you know more money for unproductive capital more power and money for different kinds of landlord mm. it's it's the same story over and over again all of those utopian stories about the sharing economy the gift economy whatever you want to call it it ends up just being the landlord economy in a different hat Mm. Essentially, but what a hat! Yeah. But what a great hat! Good I bet Chaz Englander wears some good hats. Oh, I bet he wears. I, 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 I bet he's got a great boat race outfit. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I was reading about the founders, and they, they did put for some reason in their startup mm. that is like their venture capital funded startup. They included that they all went to Oxford together. Yeah, because awesome. that's you know <laughs> venture cap guys love that. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. implies some things about your competence. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so I, I want to talk about a few more things before we get to uh, our car discussion. Um, number one, uh, 
is, uh, Lauren Cowrie Gurley has written a for Vice has written a fantastic article mm. about uh, the uh, strike action going on at Frito Lay, um, and I, I was reading through this. It is quite astonishing. So, in a facility in Topeka, Kansas, uh, that is owned by Frito Lay, uh, 850 employees are on strike because they are frequently made to work 84 hours a week. Uh, with no days off. That doesn't that doesn't sound yeah. so bad. Remember I just need to work free, out. Employees, Rod. Just need to work out. How, there's, there's like ten days in a week, right? Yeah, and so it's an example here where because of partly because of the labor shortage that's going on in America right now, um, the Frito Lay uh, corporate doesn't want to raise wages. So what instead they're doing is they are forcing workers to uh, work what are called suicide shifts because they kill you over time. Oh, do they call them uh, that? Or uh, the, <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, it's got the Frito-Lay suicide shift. Some workers say they haven't had a single day off in five months, including Saturdays and Sundays. And now, it, but it's, it, this is a perfect example, I think, of where a shock happens to the economy and then it's, not everything goes in one direction. So wage, wages for like, like, uh, food workers and stuff have been, have been rising, if only because of that shortage. Yeah, and it's and a lot of places just don't want to pay it because they don't think they they just hate they they hate paying any wage mm. because they they're Protestant sociopaths who think that like the people working for them should be happy to work for them. Uh, it's a, the, the, because the 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 uh, Presbyterian um, life goal is to um, deny yourself and induce suffering in others. Um, and uh, but and so but the wages are sort of going up there. But so again, Frito Lay, which is owned by uh, PepsiCo. Um, is huge, huge company, very well compensated managers. You know the story. Is basically saying, well, we don't want to, we don't want to hire anyone else. We don't want to pay enough money to get anyone to come work here. So all the people who do work here, we're going to basically make work forever and not have any time off. They're basically doing shrinkflation on their workforce. Yeah, more or less. So, uh, mm. Jason, have you sort of what what have what have, what have you seen of this? What do you make of this? Uh, yeah, I think it's um, telling that it's in the American South. It's in Topeka. This is a place where you know the American South has the least union density. At least these folks have a union. Um, but like across the nation, from California to the the Deep South, you're going to see like very very different labor standards. And by far the worst is going to be in a place like like Topeka. Um, yeah, I've been reading that people have been like collapsing on the line. It's it's blazingly hot inside. Uh, mm-hmm. Somebody died of a heart attack, and they didn't really even stop the line uh, to mm-hmm. to deal with it. It's um, about as bad as you ever hear about happening in the United States. Yeah. Uh, so, in fact, I, I have the quote there uh, because this is um, they uh, they they interviewed um, one of the uh, workers, a guy called Mark McCarter, um, and. He says, I can tell you that many people have had heart attacks in the heat at Frito-Lay since I've been here. One guy died a few years ago and the company had people pick him up, move him over to the side and put another person in his spot without shutting the business down for even two seconds, uh, which is not. And that's not the first time we've heard of that happening either. No, we've heard right, about that where, in relation to Amazon, for, uh, before, yeah. for instance. Well, I think the important thing, right, is that when people th- I think it is commonly thought that the sort of, um, you know, uh, degrading and dangerous uh, line labor that happens, especially in America, is primarily associated with Amazon and the tech giants. Mm. I think it's, it's something that it's very important to remember is actually quite rife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just Amazon is, this big, is the big story, but all American companies uh, do this, especially in the food processing industry. Mm. Um, they, will, they will basically just be like, oh, you died? Uh, well, 
uh, send a muffin basket to his wife, mm. Uh, mm. but uh, don't take they, too long. They don't run to muffin basket. I mean, yeah. we heard the same thing with uh, with Tyson Foods with uh, meat That'd packing. Be a crisp basket. Um, in in <gasps> I think Colorado it might have been mm. uh, with massive massive COVID outbreaks. And uh, what what it transpired mm. is that aside from giving all of the workers COVID, uh, management were also running a pool on like betting for themselves on who how many workers were going to get COVID. Uh, oh yeah that's it's really you know like it we talk about saying the quiet part loud on this podcast but that really is that's really taking the quiet basically like and running it through so many compressors that it becomes distorted because of how loud it is your imminent uh sickness and perhaps death is uh not only directly profitable to us as a company but also me personally because i've, I've actually invested some money mm, yeah. in a little and, and actually pool. It's, it's called a tontine yeah. <laughs> actually <laughs> actually it's funny to me yeah, yeah. basically yeah. Say yeah. It's, we've been we've been having a little bit of trouble with one of our american subsidiaries yeah what people don't get so is that yeah the children's have very small hands so they can get into the machines yeah you can't say this but it's true that's why we use them it's not for fun i don't think they should be doing it but you know how else is they have the very small hands and anyway, i supposed to find very small people from there adults i thought to breed them this is eugenics it's not good no that's why we use the children they get the pocket money for the sweets and such <laughs> Um, it, so it's you the, want them to not have the pocket money to buy the sweets, throwing them into the arms of pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> this is very, this is very mm. um, uh, uh, coherent from Jan Blowjob. <laughs> Jan Blowjob, who's also being like having some Brendan O'Neill moment. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, so. <coughs> uh, Yeeps dome. Uh, so basically, <laughs> right. there's a not umlaut over the o. Of course, there is. No, but so ba- it is. What what this strikes me as, right, is. This is like uh, something that I would imagine like a sort of sadistic French aristocrat doing in 1740. Mm. Right. Like create making be- making bets on which of the, you know, um, which of the laborers on the estate would like, you know, uh, get uh, like some kind of, you know, uh, early or disease. Early or late. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Well, who, who would, you know, be who would succumb to dropsy? Oh, it's kind of rubbish as Eve. We're in the drawing room at Boodles again. Mm. It, it, it is. But it doesn't. I, 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 I say, Quinn, which of your which of your employees would you say is most susceptible to the consumption? <laughs> should, we, should we perhaps have a wager? 